and welcome to this episode of Conversations on Conversations, where each week we explore a topic to help us have more powerful conversations with ourselves and with others. I'm your host, Sarah Noel Wilson, and this week our guest is the brilliant Katrina Jones. So let me share a little bit about Katrina. Katrina Jones is the founder and CEO of Advancing Equity and Inclusion, a diversity, equity, inclusion, and talent consulting and coaching firm. She helps organizations connect their programmatic efforts to comprehensive DEI strategies that help accelerate their progress in building more diverse teams and fostering more inclusion more inclusive, equitable, and psychologically safe cultures. Katrina has more than 15 plus years of experience leading and managing functions in DEI, HR, and talent at companies like AWS, Latham, and Watkins in Europe. She believes that when we prioritize closing equity gaps, our workplaces can become spaces of learning and growth where everyone thrives. And I am so, I'm so excited for this conversation and to meet you officially, you know, formally. And we'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) Sarah, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. I am so excited. And I just appreciate all the love. I appreciate the invitation and being with you right now is like a dream because we have been connected on social. We've been in conversation and it, it, this is the first time that we've met. And it's like, it's, it's like meeting the, I don't know, meeting the rock star or the, you know. <laughs> to me, I'm like, it's like we're on a first date and you all yes. get to experience it, but we've been pen pals for a yes. while and we're super yes. excited to get on this date. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to call it, it's like the second date because it doesn't have the awkwardness sure, of the first one where you're, you're trying to figure out like, oh, wait, I don't know. Do you, oh, okay. No, it's better, right? Yeah, no, it's and and one of the things, you know, so so we actually we were chatting for about a half an hour before this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. just, but but one of the things of how how I was introduced to Katrina and her work and just who she is was through Twitter. And and I don't remember yeah. where when I followed you, where yeah. where that yeah. was, but our, our circles our circles collided and we interacted and, and there was a moment particularly, uh, and I was scanning back through our, our direct messages. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the post that you pushed against, but there was a post post that I shared back in like early 2020. Yeah. Um, and, and you offered a really like more specific language around yeah. how can organizations think differently about how they were treating their black employees and showing up and it, and it just, it fostered this beautiful connection and, and, yeah. um, and somebody who I feel like always has my back and isn't afraid to check in with me from a mental health perspective yes. and vice versa. So I'm so excited. I'm I am excited and thank you for calling that memory back up because I I had forgotten. I was racking my brain too trying to figure out, wait a minute, how did we and I I just I so love and respect your voice in this space Mm -hmm. and pushing people to have conversations and to have conversations even and especially especially when it's hard. Yeah. And and your default is, oh, I don't want to do this. This is uncomfortable. I wanna I wanna back out. And you're doing it, you know, bringing people into this and telling them how, how to have these conversations and how to push through when you feel uncomfortable and when it gets really hard and really difficult. Yeah. Where that makes sense to. 
as we right. likely yeah, talked exactly. about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, yes. There's times when we lean in and we have the conversations yep. and there are times that it's okay to protect ourselves and, and stay safe. Exactly. Right. Yes. It's I. um Right. And, 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 and when we lean in and go, oh, mm, I hadn't thought about that or, yeah. or, or, you know, or tell me more, whatever that might look like. I think what's, what, what is so beautiful about having you and even some other guests that we've uh, had the privilege of having on the show is it literally, so many of those moments came from not necessarily like easy moments of learning from no. my perspective and potentially even maybe not um, comfortable moments for, for you to speak up or yeah. right, not knowing how the reaction would be. Katrina, what what would you what else would you want people to know about you? I mean, we have our formal bios yeah. and then yeah, I'm yeah. like, what, but what else do you want us to know about you? Oh, gosh. Um, one, I should put this out there right away. I'm a Beyonce super fan <laughs> lover, but it's because I'm from the south i'm from texas mm. and our lives have been parallel in some ways not to say that i am beyonce or anything like that parallel i mean you can you way. can own it you know i look some some similarities okay <laughs> but she's you know she's from texas she's from houston she grew up in a predominantly black environment opposite of me because i grew up in a predominantly white environment mm. but i we have these southern roots and i feel like i've watched her grow up and I have grown up with her. Mm. And so it, it's it's this really close connection of seeing someone whose work and whose talent you admire and whom you feel like you all are, uh, you know, are, have ties together in this weird, weird way. Um, uh, so, something else I would want the audience to know is that I am somebody who's, who appears you know, vulnerable and willing to share Mm. on some, in some spaces. And that's been a journey for me. It's been something that's been really Mm. hard actually to, to get to and through and something that I keep pushing myself on as much as I share. And sometimes I wonder and and question still, am I oversharing? Am I sharing Mm. too much? There's a lot that I'm, I'm not sharing. Um, but I've made the choice to put myself out there more in part because I will see people like yourself who put themselves out there and who are honest about what they're going through. And that invites me, it encourages me, it pushes me to say, you know, somebody else needs to hear mm. what your story is. It, it, it will matter. It will have meaning to someone else. And so go, go and do that. Mm. And, and I it's... still, yeah, I'm still no, figuring ahead. out like doing that in a way that's, one true to myself, but also mm. honors boundaries. Yeah, it, it's uh, well, it, it, and and sometimes in those moments, not only can it be for me anyway. I'll speak from my experience. Yeah. It it often is healing for me to share, yes. and then I realize it can be healing for other people because they realize they're not alone. Yes. And bo- boy, do we! That is a a real common theme is yep. that we often, often feel everyone's got it figured out, or yes. I'm the only one experienced this, or I'm the only one struggling with yeah. X, Y, or Z. And I mean, that's something that we've heard just repeatedly through oh, the yep. work that we do, right? Clients yeah. and personal relationships. And so I I appreciate that, that you put yourself out there because I'm, I am better. I am better because, because of that. Yes. 
Yes, I I hear that fully. And I have seen that. I experienced that as well. You know, we see people and we see them in these shiny moments Mm. where everything looks perfect. Speaking of Beyonce, right? It's like Beyonce on stage (laughs) with the wind machine and everything. The outfit is perfect. Like everything just seems like it's working. There's pyrotechnics. And you you just don't see, you just don't know what is in the background for people. Mm. And, you know, recently, I, I think we've seen a lot of that. And I've seen a lot of that. One of the things that I've seen is there have been a number of high profile black people in different professions who have committed suicide Mm. and seeing that and seeing, you know, the woman who was a Miss America or Miss Mm. USA, um, the, uh, a person who was a mayor of a town in Maryland. Um, there was someone here who was a government official as well. And it again, on the surface, you would think these people have it made. They've got good lives, all that. And just you don't know what is going on with folks. You yeah. don't know. And that sharing is powerful because it, like you said, it tells people, you know, you're not alone. I I am also dealing with this. It gives them her permission, not just to, you know, share their own story, but but to also even acknowledge what's happening Mm. for them. Mm. Yeah, because I think that's such a good point from the standpoint of, well, not just the standpoint, but from a a perspective of, um, I lost my train of thought as I was trying to clarify, but that's okay. Yeah. from 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 the perspective of it there's a lot of there's a lot of suffering that happens in silence and to yeah. the point that uh, I caught my thought yeah is that you might not even realize that that's what you're experiencing yeah right you you may not realize that the we did an episode uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago and I had the chance to speak with Erica Reed about trauma and trauma-informed yeah. leadership and that you might not even realize that the reason you're maybe struggling with focus the reason you may be yeah. more emotionally irritable is actually because you're dealing with some mental health challenges yeah and and that point about naming it like you yeah. said of being able to see it and name it so now okay so now what do I want to do with it yeah that that is i oh that one hits <laughs> right mm-hmm. right in the gut um cuz i i have definitely experienced that in the last few years of experiencing emotions and it's you know it's strange it's almost like you're in the ocean and there's this i don't know barge or something that's floating in the ocean nearby and you can see it, but you can't really see it clearly. Mm, and mm. so it's it, it it's off in the distance, and you're you're still just going through the motions and doing all the things that you need to do, and seeing that and saying, "Huh, I I, I should what is that? I want to know what that is. I should be able to to see that clearly." Yeah. But you can't. But you you can't. You can't. And when you realize that you haven't been able to see that thing clearly and you're finally able to 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 see it, right, to name it and say, oh, that's what that, yes, yes, actually. And now I can go do something about it. I can go talk to people. I can go ask for help if I need, you know, need to ask for help. I can do all the things that I need to do, not to fix it per se, but just to mm-hmm. start to wrap your arms around it. 
Mm, yeah. And, and that, you know, playing on that metaphor that the, in the barge in the water is maybe, maybe it's causing some, some rough waves. Maybe it's causing yes. some, yes. some wakes that are, you know, <laughs> yes. just, the, yes, yes, yes. The, the other, the other day, it my, will be. Yes. yeah, my a friend of mine said, how are you doing today? I said, I'm riding the wave. She said, do you need someone to float with you? And I said, I don't Aww. know. It depends on the moment. I said, some moments I'm, you know, I feel like I have a cocktail in my hand and I'm floating yeah, on the water yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, taking yeah. in the vitamin D and the next minute I forgot how to swim. And, you yes. know, and so like, I, no, I appreciate that metaphor. And just yeah. for quick, quick context for, for our listeners, um, we, we know that this, this episode is going to air a few weeks after. So just for context of where we are in, in the world of recording this, it's, um, it's actually March 4th. And, mm-hmm. and we know that we're in, um, we're still in an ever evolving and ever escalating. It feels like time of uncertainty. And when, when Katrina and I connected about talking and and what would be some topics um all of them were brilliant and many of them will probably explore uh, in future episodes but the the there was language that you shared that I want to share with the audience that inspired this this talk which is how how do we remain soft when everything around us feels hard mm. uh, it just I I, I want to leave that hang a minute because even just saying that out out loud it you know, certainly having a physical reaction to that yeah. um because things are things feel so complex like we were talking about before hopping on here in a way yeah. that maybe a number of years ago didn't yeah. and and so i'm curious you know just just to start from from your own journey and again whatever you want to share from the standpoint of your your evolution into prioritizing, focusing on how, how can we show up um, more emotionally supportive for ourselves and more emotionally supportive for other people? Yeah. You know, so I, I am an empath. Uh, I'm, I'm going to share lots of things <laughs> with the audience. I am an empath by nature. And it's, it's, you know, it's a feature that has always been present for me. And, and when I think about, you know, my life, it, it was at, when I was a kid, I was that kid who would be looking out for and was hyper perceptive mm. about the kid who was feeling bad, who was feeling left out, um, the emotions. And so that's something that I've, I've been, you know, navigating. I, I, I know it now as a strength. What the work that I've had to do is to work with it, right? To not Mm. take on other people's emotions, um, to be sensitive and to be supportive, but not to become, you know, the, and I'll say this, uh, a crutch, um, Mm. for lack of a better word for people in a way such that I end up, you know, losing focus on myself and, and, uh, doing too much basically. Um, but for me, that journey starts from that place of being an empath, being hypersensitive, being really attuned to how people were feeling to where literally I can walk into a room and I can pick up things. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it was helpful. And it was also sometimes really scary growing sure. up because I was so in tune and Sometimes in some of the environments that I was in, I was in, I was picking up on anger from people, and in response, I was always, you know, working to be 
um, and to make things easier, right? Mm. So setting aside how I felt, anything that was important for me to say, oh, you're angry and I just want to make things, you know, easier for you. I just want to, what do I need to do in this moment to be a useful and helpful engine? And so, you know, you'll, your anger will be able to subside and, and you, we could get back to a good place or you could get back to a good place. It's, it's self-sacrificing, right? Like yeah. the years of therapy learning have taught me it's self-sacrificing in a way that it's bad for me. Yeah. But the, you know, the journey does start there from that place of, of empathy and, you know, even in my profession as an HR professional and sitting and being curious with people and having to be, having to show up and be soft Mm. Um, and, and wanting to do that because I care about people. Yes. The empath kicking it, but I care about people. I, I want them to have a different experience. I want them, you know, to not, uh, default to the stereotypes of HR of, Mm. oh, your HR person is X. They're this crusty person and unhelpful, all of those things, Mm -hmm. I, you know, they just I, I check a box and yes, you know. yes. And, and some of them, some of them exist. There's yes. a, you know, there's <laughs> stereotypes yes. happen sometimes for a reason. Exactly. But because I care so deeply mm. about people and the empath, I just, I, I stay soft and wanting to help and wanting to support, wanting to be joy and mm part of the work that I've been doing actually lately is to be joy, but what do I need to do to be joy? Mm. Gratitude is a practice for me that helps to develop that. What do I do with those emotions that don't fit neatly into joy? And even recognizing that those emotions that don't fit neatly into joy still have joy attached to them. Even some of the negative stuff as, as weird as it sounds. Um, and, and it's, as weird as it sounds, some of the negative things there, there's always learning lessons. There are things that I take away. So bad things are not all bad Mm. and and nothing is binary, but that's, that is where it starts for me is in that empathy and wanting to be supportive. Also just genuinely being curious about other people and, and wanting to be a helper, wanting to be like uh, Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers in the world, mm-hmm. wanting mm-hmm. to be a helper, especially when people may not have anyone. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, boy, there's, there's so, there's so much to, to explore in that. Well, first, you know, when I was having the strong reaction as you were talking, yeah. I was thinking, my God, are you describing my life right yes. now? <laughs> it, right? You know, yes. the, the self-sacrificing, yeah. maybe sometimes having that that fawn response, right? Yes. Uh, from a, you know, like, how do I, like, almost that might come from a stress response of, oh, yeah. okay, how do I appease you yes. so that you don't, right, lash and out or... Let's be clear that girls are socialized, women and right. girls are socialized to be, we will put our own feelings way in the back of the parking lot. We prioritize mm. everyone else. And that's what we're socialized to do because women are supposed to be nice and helpful and supportive. And they should always be thinking about everyone else to Mm -hmm. the deficit of themselves yeah sometimes sometimes to the boy we could 
I mean, yes. we could go down this path. <laughs> this yes. is a yes. this is a topic yes. that's near and dear yes. to my heart. Yes, because I, I will tell you that, and and it, and, it, and it's important as we think about how do we how do we take care of ourselves emotionally yeah. is to understand that. And we have needs too. Yes. And we and and as women, we have needs that aren't being met. And I, I will tell you that often when I'm doing work, uh, especially when we're talking about how in relationships, for example, yeah. when when there's a, a struggle um, or a, a, a disconnect, is it often comes down to we have a need that's not being met. And yeah. I can't tell you oh, how many how many women. Yeah literally go, I don't even, I don't even know what I need. And and I, and I know that because that, that was me. I mean, and similarly have been on a a therapeutic journey and to, to reclaim and even just listen to. Yes. It's okay. It's okay for me to think about, ask for, right. Or or protect, protect my needs. And so that's such an, that's such an important call out. We we have been we have clearly been on the same highway on the same on, <laughs> on a, the same or very similar journey. So that's also been part of my work is mm. is that therapy. It's it is the investment in self, mm. and that is you know when I talk about staying in joy and what's connected to that is definitely gratitude. Developing that practice, but gratitude is is for me. It's something mm. that I need to do to practice it to identify and and I'll tell you one of the things that I do I actually make a list uh Mm. and this started with a career coach that I had uh well actually let me let me pause because it started before that years ago one of my best friends and I used to trade these daily thankful lists Mm. and oh gosh man this probably started back in like 2007 or something like that because I moved and we were no longer in the same city same state and so we would trade these gratitude lists and just randomly like here are the here are the things that I'm thankful for today um it's and it it stayed it stuck and it was something we would do uh we'd done for years and when and some days it was really easy because you'd be able to name 10 different things, right? And it would be, oh, you know, I got this promotion or I got this whatever. I'm doing this thing. I have a vacation coming up. And some days, ooh, <laughs> it, it was it, literally, I, I remember there were times where I was making a list and it was, I, I'm alive, um, mm. breathing. Okay, uh, I've got lunch. I know where my next lunch is coming from. Um, I've got on shoes. That that's mm. that's what I got today, and it pushed me to think about. And this is why the practice is so important to to develop gratitude, to be uh, and stay in gratitude for the big things, but the small things, mm. uh, because some days it is just all right. I. I've got shoes on, I, like I'm warm, I'm comfortable, right? I And I need to remember that. I need to not be stuck with gratitude mm. as only, oh, it's only gratitude when I'm going to, you know, the Bahamas. And, you know, I've got this job making this salary and all these things. And I've got this, that this is gratitude, just existing sometimes is where the gratitude comes from. But I started, I restarted that. I'd, I'd kind of gotten, gone in and out of the practice over the years. You know, kids, life happens, and all of a sudden you're not 
doing that every day. But I, I've I've reclaimed it and restarted it actually with another friend, and this mm. is something uh, that I picked up, and also that my career coach encouraged me to do to make a list of wins. And so now I actually track a list of both gratitude and wins. I can't say I do it every day, but at least once a week, usually twice a week, I'll make just a list on that day, whatever the day is, here are the things that I'm grateful for. for. Here are the wins that I've had, you know, professionally, whatever, however you want to term those wins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And once a week we, we trade the the gratitude list. And Mm. so it's a beautiful it's a beautiful practice and I just, it helps me really stay in that space and to also, it helps me when I'm working through really hard stuff. Mm. Um, we were talking earlier, the last couple of weeks similarly have been really, really hard for me. Um, and this is, it. this helps me to come back to myself and it's mm. a way that I am prioritizing and also investing in myself. Right. Cause that's the, that's the, how do we stay soft? Yes. We have to take care of ourselves. This is how I take care of myself. Mm. And I'm, and, and that idea of, of, you know, by, by pausing to reflect on where am I at and what do I have yeah. isn't, isn't to minimize. Cause what I, what I hear and how you talk about gratitude and that practice of gratitude that you've built is that it's not to dismiss or minimize or discount the challenges, no. but it's also, it's, you know, it's, it's like opening up the, cause you know, when, when things are hard, it, it can be really easy to be so hyper-focused on that and not that there's anything wrong with that. So I want to be, yeah. I want to yeah. be really clear and everything that I'm saying is not like, Oh, we should just think happy thoughts. Cause yeah, that's no, no. so well, far this from is the not truth. the toxic. This is not, this zone. is not, no, this yes. is not, we're not yes. going to tell you to put a smile on your face yes. and just like push through it. Yes. But, but, but it, but it, it helps you open up your blinders just to see a little bit more. Yeah. And, 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 and it's interesting to, hear you talk about um, your practice of gratitude because when that was one of the that was one of the first practices and I didn't understand it at the time but when I was diagnosed with panic disorder a number of years ago oh wow almost 10 years ago oh it's is it an anniversary it's an anniversary (laughs) yes yes so 11 years ago yes no no yeah so 11 years ago yesterday is that true? Yeah, 2013. Uh huh. So 11 years ago yesterday, I had like my first full blown panic attack, oh, thought man. I was dying, rushed to yeah. the hospital, right? Like called Nick thinking it was the last time I was ever going to talk to him. Yeah. So Ooh. I just was, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I got, I got the chills. I got scared. Mm-hmm. Just, you knew yeah. it was an yeah. anniversary too. Yeah, like no, I hadn't made the connection. No, because you, you, you are know, real I'm, I, yes. Cause I'm looking, I'm like, no, wait a minute. This is yes. Mm-hmm. Ha- and happy anniversary. Thank you. And yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I've come, I've come out, definitely come a long way. Yeah. But, but one of the practice uh, was a, a gratitude practice yeah. and just every day writing three things. And yeah. and at the time I was like, what, what the hell does this have to yes. do with me not losing yes. my shit every yes. like 10 minutes? Yes. But, but what it did for me was, and I'm realizing and talking about it, I've gotten away from it. And it would serve me to get back into it. Yeah. So thank you for this gift yeah, of yeah. reminding me of the power. And, and and I don't think even then I understood or appreciated how much of an investment it really was. Yeah, so thank you yeah. for that. No, no, no. Um, 
uh, and one truly happy anniversary because mm. as somebody who has a diagnosis, I was diagnosed with ADD, ADHD in December of 2020. Mm. And those, I mean, marking the occasion and, and I'll never forget it because once I had the dice, once you have a diagnosis, you can go from there. You know, you it's see so the important barge. to just know. Yes, you can see mm-hmm. it. There it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are we going to do about that? Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the gratitude, it's, it's funny because that was what happened with me too. I realized when I restarted it that I hadn't done it in a mm-hmm. long, had completely gotten away from it and, you know, forgot about the impact and how it did help. And, and because not because it was something, you know, where I was just tunnel vision or tunneling on, oh, I, these are the, th- I should just be grateful to be alive. Absolutely right, not. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you should just be, not. what do you have to be yes, sad about, Katrina? Yes, You've yes. got a good life. Yes. Never uh, say that to anyone. Do not. Especially <laughs> someone who's struggling with depression. Not, do not. helpful at all. Do not. <laughs> I, and it, it allowed me one to hold on to and to see a, like the tiniest spark of hope which is something that I just, I need to have. It helps me. It helps me to push through, helps me to bring joy, to to be in a place where I'm staying soft and staying soft and, and listening and supportive of other people. But I can't do that without that, right? Mm. So without mm-hmm. that nugget of hope, without that little spark of hope to hold on to. And when it's hard, it's, I, I also really embrace that this sucks right Mm -hmm. now. This Mm -hmm. just sucks. And so I'm still doing, you know, making the gratitude list. I'm still trading the list. And I'm I'm also embracing, acknowledging that I'm in a really bad place right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's it. Yeah. And just to be present with that and to ride that wave, right? Like sometimes that's the, I know, uh, that even from a mindfulness practice, that that attention to you know non-judgmental, ju- yeah. non-judgmental curiosity. Those are the brain glitches yeah. that come come now in our world, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We got we got through it. Yes, non-judgmental yeah, but... <laughs> curiosity. Yes, speak and, on it. And and. and you know, again, when I when I think about I I was introduced to to mindfulness and being present mm-hmm. with what is because because so much of uh, our culture has this uh, desire to chase happiness, yeah. right? Like this this yeah. the, the the positivity that sometimes and just to be clear for people, if you if you because I know there's there might be some people like yeah, but isn't it healthy to have a positive perspective? And and here's what I would say to this, and yeah. here's what a lot of research would say is. Having a positive perspective is healthy. Yeah. It becomes yeah. unhealthy when it's the only one you allow for yourself yeah. or you allow for other people. Like that's yeah. when it becomes unproductive. And, you know, I forget, I, I'm going to forget yeah. the name that somebody, uh, a psychologist, I'll try to remember and put it in the notes, but she had written an article and said, positivity is like ice cream. It's, it's good every once in a while. Yeah. But if you're just like shoving the ice cream down your throat or someone else's <laughs> throat, it's like, it's too much ice cream. It's, like yes. it's, it's enough. I've, I'm lactose yeah. intolerant now. Like yes. we gotta, yes. Now I'm we sick. Gotta, Thanks. Yeah, now I'm sick. <laughs> and and that idea, that idea of, you know, th- you know, how do we stay soft when things are hard is being okay that naming, yeah, this is hard it's right hard. now. And, yeah. and for, you know, for me, it was the practice of 
getting curious about literally getting curious about my panic or, you know, or even, and now that transforms into whether that's anxiety or, you know, exhaustion or, you know, trauma or even just like, yeah. Yeah. Or even just, Oh, we had a hard conversation or you pushed me back on something that I wasn't expecting. Like, Oh, that's an interesting feeling. Like instead of, instead of shutting down or instead of lashing out, really just going and being present with it and going, what do I, hmm, that's interesting. Like that's, I feel like that's an internal phrase I have a lot. Like, oh, that's interesting, Sarah. This, this is the barge, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're seeing the barge and you're saying, oh, that's interesting. Let me get closer to it. Exactly. Maybe if I just, mm-hmm. you know, like, paddle I up, swim a I little... see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and like, and what do I learn? What do I learn about it? And not, and not, and not again from that sometimes un- unintentionally dismissive, like, yeah, but you yeah. know, good things always happen and you're going to pull through it, but just oh, yeah. like, what am I learning about myself in this moment what is what is this teaching me right now and and that makes me because I want to go back to um if it's okay I want to honor if there's more that you want to share but I I want to go back to you said something that I'd love to give some more space to which is well two two things because you talked about joy yeah um so we'll start there and then I I want to explore that idea of how joy can be attached to even the hard times but so again, in the spirit of talking about positivity, there is there is a difference between happiness yes. and joy. Yes. And and so I would love to hear your definition of when you talk about I want to come from a place of joy, I I don't interpret that as like, hey, how's it going? No, and no. I'm going to be the cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. But so what does joy mean and look like for you? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I love that you asked this question. What joy looks like for me, what it means to me is lightness. So when I think Mm. about joy Mm. and my standard, my definition of it is lightness. And I, I have literally been saying this to be joy, but to be joy, to be light, because Mm. the two are the same and it's to be light in such a way where you're rolling with things, you're fluid, you are also bringing joy to people, unexpected uh, unexpected joy where you go. It's not to be a happy person, to be the person that always walks into the room and um, like cheer, like Norm on Cheers. If you yeah. watch that 80s show, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, we, you've re- yes. we've really, we've really like aged ourselves there <laughs> fully, fully. So what's the, yes. what's the, I'm trying to yes. think. Of- <laughs> I, I have no, I have no idea. I would be really hard pressed right now to name. I can't. I can't name anything. To, just me. <laughs> I don't. But that's the pop culture reference sure. I have. Is yeah. Norm. Yeah. And everybody. No. It's not that at all. That's to me. That's the opposite mm. of of joy. It's it's just being able to seize it, to hold on to it wherever I can, to be it, for it to be this lightness, to be this spark of light, and to hold on to it. And it, you know, part of it is a reminder as well to be present and be aware of when I'm getting away from joy, when the joy is mm. getting away from me, because that means that I then need to go and do things to fill my cup, to do things for mm. myself, that I need to find ways to come back into that joy, to come back into that light. So that's the definition for me. Mm. Isn't that interesting to think about, you know, I've been on a journey of reevaluating and examining my relationship with rest 
right? Yeah. Who? Yes. And <laughs> and you know, and 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 sometimes I think we can we can think of uh, self care or recharging yeah. so that we can keep producing instead yeah. of you know I, I love that language that your your language of oh I I need to. I need to recharge so I can get back to my lightness. Yes. Right. Which is, yes, is different and and so much more powerful for me anyway, as I hear that of, okay, so when I'm, when I'm moving away or floating, maybe I'm getting pulled out by the riptide or whatever, if we're playing with that metaphor. (laughs) Yes. Um, We're going to stay with it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know, like what, what do I, what do I need so that I can reconnect with that being, you know, that being present that yeah. lightness, because when when things are 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 hard, when when they're uh, um, when we're emotionally stressed, when there's yes. you know like the world we're in, there's like just right so now. like, right, <laughs> like now, right now, it's so yes. complex on so many levels, and and one of the things that I think I just want to I don't I want to say this, it's really important right now. I'm going to just step out, yeah, yeah. but I've got a foot in our conversation and out. It's really important for people to, to hold space, not only for themselves and others, and realize that just because something doesn't feel emotionally stressful to you, yeah. whether it's a world event, whether it's things that are happening, right, I'm, you know, um, that that doesn't mean that it's not exhausting or depleting or causing harm and stress for other, other yeah. people. and. Um, and so, you know, I, I know there are people who listen to this so that they can get tips from a leadership perspective is like, pay attention to what's happening in the world yes, and yes. then name and acknowledge that because it's likely you have people who might be struggling because of that, even if you aren't. That is so important. Can I, Sarah, yeah. thank you for that, because that is one of, that's one of the revelations that came out of the racial justice reckoning mm-hmm. of 2020 is that leaders need to be aware they need to be paying attention and you can't be in your own, you know, tunnel in your own lane, just, you know, completely shut off from everything that is happening in the world. And I would hear as, you know, I was in conversation with leaders, I would hear, well, you know, I can't pay attention to everything all the time, all of that. And I'm going to push back really hard on that because nobody's asking you to be, you know, the the anchor on CNN that's mm, that's mm, not what what the mm. ask is nobody's asking you to be you know super informed and to spend an hour every morning but whatever the way that you could plug in i mean it it literally could be and and we have access to too much information for folks to say i just i can't i can't There's right too, you know, right literally NPR, national news stories, they have a three-minute briefing. I think the extended briefing is 10 minutes. What if you spent 10 minutes just with that, right? What Mm. if you spent 10 minutes? And what if you just said, you know, put that out there to say, I do my best to stay informed. I'm out here and I'm I'm curious and I'm not going to, you know, catch everything. There are going to be things that I'm not going to be aware of. And please, if you are going through something as a leader, if you're going through something, if your community is affected, please let me know. Let Mm. me so that I can be aware. 
no one says you have to be plugged into everything. You have to read and absorb and listen to all the things, but you can even just own that you're trying and you can say, and if, and, and if I'm not, and if things are continuing on business as usual and you need something, right? Or you want to make me aware that this is happening for this community, please, I'm open. Mm. So mm. staying open, you know? I love, I love that. Thank you for, for adding that, you yeah. know, really powerful practice because, and that's, you know, as we're, you know, talking, we've been talking about being emotionally supportive for ourselves, but that's a yeah. really important way we can be emotionally supportive for other people. And again, maybe the ask isn't like you said, to, to know all, but it's yes. just to recognize that, that it's in the room and, and, you know, and, and that's, that's a, that's such an important thing. The ask is something that you do so incredibly well and something that I really appreciate about you is staying curious. That, mm. that really is the ask. It's how, how our connection started in sharing feedback and you didn't, your response wasn't to double down or to mm. dismiss what I was saying. Your response was, let me sit with that. Let me think about that. Huh? What does that mean? You know? And sitting with it, I mean, that allowed us to to build from there, to to build a deeper, more meaningful connection because you sat with it and then mm. and, and you spent some time with it and then you had your own thoughts and awareness that came out of that. And that is the one thing I, I've been thinking about some of the hard conversations that I've had this week. Um, a hard conversation that I need to have at some point in time in the next probably two weeks. And one of the things holding me back it, from having the hard conversation is there's, from my perspective, there's a lack of curiosity mm. on the other side. And so I'm, you know, I'm challenged to even engage because of the lack of curiosity. And so how are we going to, what, what are we going to do? How are we going to be in this space and, and trying to bridge and trying to understand the other if there's no curiosity, if, if you're dismissive, if you're going to shut down? But just that curiosity is just, it's the most, I'm not going to say the most, but one of the most important things. My, my sister was at the Holocaust Museum a oh couple of years ago, yeah. and they had the opportunity to uh, speak with a survivor mm. of the concentration camps. And she was wearing one of my chronically curious shirts. Yeah. And they had the chance to talk with them. And and the gentleman, and I, I don't recall his name, but he, he pointed at her shirt and he was like, curiosity is one of the biggest gifts of love we can give somebody. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Can and you say that one more time? Can you say yeah, that? One? Yeah. Yeah. I th I'm, I'm, I hope I'm capturing it. But yeah, that curiosity is one of the greatest gifts of love we can give someone because... And, you know, and, and we can give to ourselves too, right? Like mm -hmm. that, that, we, you know, we don't know, there's things we can learn. And, and exactly like you've shared that it's, it creates these deeper levels of connections with each other. So when yeah. we talk about how do we have conversations with ourselves and with other people, so much of it comes down to our, our willingness to, to get, to get, to get curious and to get curious again about the hard stuff yeah. and also to get curious about, well, what do I need in this moment? And what, yeah. 
right? I mean, all, all, all of, all of that comes down to that, that practice is just, it's fine tuning it and focusing it. And, um, and so, you know, when you think about how do I show up more powerfully for other people, it's just right. It's even just, it's, it's that invitation to say, Hey, I, 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 there's things I don't know, but I want to know. So help I'm, I'm going to do my work and I'm still going to miss stuff. So if I do let, let me know. And, and, and boy, there, there is a real, there, you know, part of it is the, the article that I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to uh, write recently about how do we be more emotionally supportive versus emotionally dismissive. Hmm. We, we are in a real, we are in a really hard time. And I, and, and I don't, and I don't, um, you know, I'm not trying to be pessimistic or anything. I'm a realist of just, yeah. And, and so, so the, so when, when there are moments of dismiss again, either to ourselves or to other people, it feels so much like it carries so much more weight because like the level of depletion people are feeling now or how quickly we're right. Depleting from this. It's a, it's a real challenge right now. Oh, that is so much truth. That is so much truth. When, when you are, when there's a lack of curiosity there and it's, you know, it hits in that dismissive way and, and there is such a tremendous emotional impact with it. Mm. I, earlier this week was on uh, a, a parent, all, all parent conference and the school was talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. There were some hard questions that were asked, including a question that I, I posed to them. And the response to one of the questions in particular was incredibly dismissive. Mm. It, it, it started with, well, if you ask that question, you must be someone who wasn't here, you, you know, in 2016 when, and, and so even, you know, that start, the response and start was already dismissive. Mm. And that tone continued. And after the, you know, the forum, I just, I, I, you know, stepped back. I, I, I felt completely devastated in a Mm. way that was physical for me. Mm. You know, I, I was sad. I was just feeling, um, angry, frustrated, sad, and almost, and I'll, I'll, I'll name it almost cornered. Right. Because Mm. the the dismissiveness had completely shut down and shut down in a way that I felt like left me and my family with with few options. Mm. And so that's it does that dismissiveness does have that effect where once you've dismissed, once you've said, nope, not not going to stay in this place of curiosity, you know, why are you asking, why would you say something like that? Then all of a sudden the wall comes down and that opportunity, you know, goes away. And if you're lucky, you're able to recover. But if you're unlucky, it just, the wall keeps getting higher <laughs> right and like thickening Thicker. And, yes. yeah I yeah. well I'm so sorry that you experienced that first I just want to name you. that and thank you thank you for for sharing that and yeah. and that's you know I I feel like in in all the conversations we've been having with this show you know so <laughs> yeah. much of the theme is 
just what does it look like to be even more intentional? Yeah. In, in the words we use more yeah. in, and not, and not, not just having good intentions. Let me yeah. clarify that. Yeah. Right. But, but, but really being intentional so that you're having the impact that you hope yes. and, and understanding that those aren't the same things and, and pain. And, and again, and, and both to other people, yeah. right. And like your experience and that, that harm that that caused to you yeah. and also recognizing that, um, and also how do we make sure that we're having the impact to ourselves yeah. of, you know, and the conversations we're, we're having. And cause again, there's a, there's just a, there's a real cost. Yes. There's a real cost. There all, there always was a cost. There right? always like, was. Yes. Yes. But it, it, if, if, yeah, it just feels like the, the waves, it's, the waves are getting higher faster. Yes. And, and in this period where everything is heightened and everything feels, you know, some days it feels just catastrophic mm-hmm. and, and multiple catastrophes in a way that is distinctly different from previous periods. Not for everybody. I'm not going to say this yeah, is for everybody, yeah, exactly. right? Thank you for that. But mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it feels distinctly different. And it also feels like there are so many communities that are collectively in pain and, mm. and, you know, feeling, dealing with these multiple catastrophes at the same time. And that, you know, that intention, impact and being curious, because that's the, the, that, that through line is that being curious about your impact being curious mm. about the impact to the other person, the other people, and also being curious about how you're showing up, about your impact on yourself and staying with that. You know, how what 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 could have been a moment uh and, and what could have turned that around would have been to reach back out to mm. let's say all the parents or certain and say, "Hey, we want to ask how that landed for you. Mm. We want to ask how you're feeling after the conversation. Do you have other questions? By the way, that did not happen. Sure. But, no, <laughs> sure it didn't. But, but, but that curiosity to say, you know, I want to, for example, I want to check in. We had this conversation the other day. Yeah. I want to check in and see how that felt for you, how that resonated with you afterwards, after you had time to think and process, you know, tell me. And and thinking through your through for yourself, how did that feel for you? Mm-hmm. And I I think part of it is we also don't go as deep as we need to, right? When we're checking in, when Just we're being we curious with ourselves, oh, yes, we no. say, ah, it wasn't great, but it bump <laughs> yeah yeah is that it's a fine. body it's fine it's fine it's, it's fine. fine we're gonna just it's like fine. tighten it up and yep. not process any keep of those going. emotions yeah keep going yes. it's that yeah that i mean that's you know as, as we're, we're talking about this sort of bigger conversation about how to how to stay connected to our presence and that lightness yeah. is recognizing yeah. when do when do we dismiss ourselves or when do we stop off and that's you know that's that's always a, a trigger phrase for myself and when I'm like talking to other people is when someone yeah. goes but it's fine it's like are we shutting oh. down our ability to process <laughs> what because do you hear that's when not someone says us. but it's fine but it's fine it's fine it's fine yeah that's how it's playing yeah what do yeah, you yeah, hear yeah, no. when someone says that? Or, or if somebody's like, it's fine. It's like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to process this. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm shutting down my ability. Like I'm shutting down getting curious with being yes. with. And maybe right now that isn't the time because it is a, 
sometimes we do are in moments where we have to compartmentalize and go, you know, it's fine. I don't have the time and energy. Like I have to set it aside right now. But sometimes I think it can be used as it can stop us from true emotional exploration and true like being present with our emotions. And and it's like, you know what? It's not fine. It's not. It's It's not not fine. It's not, that was not okay. I'm not okay. And, and I want to hear more because I, I, I jumped in a bit. Yeah. So I want to go back to that. You were making that point of, and sometimes we say, stay at the surface. We go, don't go deep enough. So what does that yeah. look like for you? And when we think about people who are listening, what does that look like to get, to go deeper? Uh, you know, that uh, tell me, and, and this is probably another dated reference. <laughs> There's that, uh, a book, there was a book titled, and I may butcher this a little bit. It's okay not to be okay. Mm. So some of this for me, and, and I'm going to stay with self because that's where I've had to talk about, you know, working through it and staying even when in it, when it's hard is as a black person, and a black American who grew up in the South in predominantly white environments um, with a family and from parents who are, our family has been here for probably centuries. You know, I grew up like so many other um, African-Americans being told, you know, racism, racism exists, it's out there, it's going to be hard. And you just have to have tough skin, thick skin, and you just Mm. have to you know, withstand, you need to be able to withstand and let it bounce off of you and let and don't let it impact you. And so much of my conditioning growing up was don't let these emotions, these things Mm. that are happening Mm. to you or or Mm. that you're experiencing that are driving these emotions, don't let it, don't let it mess with you. You just got to be like Teflon. And as an adult and and working, you know, with myself and, and Working through therapy, you mentioned mindfulness. I've also mm. gotten into meditation and and learned about mindfulness and being present. One of the you know assignments that I've had and and worked through and continue to work through is staying, getting away from that's fine. So going below mm. that mm. surface to go deep and to actually say it. And when someone is asking or I'm in, I'm in conversation to not say, you know, yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. We'll figure it out. But to, to be explicit and saying that's not, that wasn't fine. That was terrible. And I am really angry. Mm. I I will never forget. and, And this was a few years ago, the first time I allowed myself. And I'm saying that using that phrase intentionally, I allowed myself to say, I am angry. Because it and it was in a meeting, and I, I was having and you know feeling my internal volcano, you know, percolating, and I was doing my best to just keep it inside because I didn't want to show up and fall into a stereotype and all of these things that you navigate again right. as as a as a black person, predominantly white environments, you're doing your best to let the stuff bounce off you. You're doing your best to not play into the stereotypes. And so I was, I was angry. I was really pissed. Mm. And when I said it, it was, it was, it literally, I could feel the steam, like the steam valve open up, release a little bit to let those feelings out, to say it out loud and to say, I'm angry. That's, I don't, 
care. In this moment, I am prioritizing how I feel and I'm Mm. going to claim, claim and name the things that I am feeling right now. That's how you go deeper. Mm. And we have to really how we support and help everyone and create the space for people to go deeper is create a space where people can say Mm. that they can name those things. They can say, you know, that wasn't fun. That was terrible. And I am so angry. And I, or, you know, I, I don't know what to think. I just, I'm so confused. And, and part of the reason I think we are, you know, you, not going deeper and people are hesitant to, they're not in spaces that are allow for that. They're not in spaces where it is either safe or okay to go deeper. And part of, uh, in particular, white supremacist culture is, you know, everything is fine and you don't rock the boat. You Mm -mm. stay, everything is even, you got to stay. And so you don't, you don't get to express that. You don't get to express these high emotions and, and just think about who's allowed to express. Right. Right. Like it's, who's allowed, who's allowed especially to be angry. Anger. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Who's yeah, allowed yeah. to be angry. Yeah. We, we allow for, you know, a white man to be angry. No one's going to tell them, Hey, that's not okay. You know, yeah. you're, you're disrupting. This is becoming a bad space because of your. We allow that. We have plenty of examples of seeing that anger and seeing that emotion and people being able to express it and then walk. And then for others, you're you're just you're not right, right. And and uh, and sometimes be rewarded for it. Oh, you know, right. Yeah. And not yeah. and I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I allowed I, I, myself to be angry. Like that's still, you know, because I'm sitting, I'm sitting here going, I don't know if I've ever said that. There have probably been plenty of times where I needed to. Yeah, yeah. I right. It. I thought about all the times that I really needed to to say that and and to be where I was and I was feeling it and I and I wasn't saying it and because I wasn't saying it. I, it was showing up in other ways because I was. Yeah. And so I, you know, was angry. I didn't say that I was angry or, or and, and why I was. And so I showed up, you know, I, I either shrank, which completely pulled back, mm. or I did something that I didn't feel good about later because I was, I was angry and I wasn't, I didn't feel allowed. I wasn't allowed to name it. I didn't feel like I could. And because I didn't, it shows up in all of these other ways. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's such a, our, and it's not just, I mean, it's not just work, but I want to speak to that for a yeah. second, since I yeah. know that's the world we're in and a lot, yeah. you know, the people who are listening is that our, and, and, and again, this is, this is something that has come up in a lot of our other conversations and it can, it will continue to come up is because, you know, the, the, the culture of corporate America yeah. Right. Was very yeah. much defined by and defined for, uh, built for. White, white, built for, right. Yeah. White, white men in power. And, 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 and it's, 
you know, like I had a conversation with uh, Dr. Wildermuth um, and we talked about the masks we have to wear and then yeah. talking, you know, about trauma and how, you know, it was, mm. Erica was talking about how she said people do all this work in therapy. That's so great. And they make yeah. this progress only for it to become undone in the workplace. Yes. Oh. And right so and, and yes and 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 just this you know just uh, the uh, in talking with my colleague Jill Mata about we have to be able to have real conversations mm-hmm. and 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 allow the space for emotions and boy you know i i'm going to be honest like we're going to have to we need a part 2 to this conversation because like i feel like we're you know we're hitting on something yeah. that's so important which is emotions in the workplace cuz we are yeah. humans and yes. and there is like when we aren't when and and when we say like expressing it, that doesn't mean being harmful to people. Yes, that doesn't mean yes, being hurtful. Yes, yes. But just being able to say, I'm I'm struggling, I'm scared, yes. I'm angry. Yes. I'm and 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 to have that space and and to be equipped, right? I yeah. think I think that's one of the the biggest opportunities we have, particularly uh, for those people who are in positions of power and authority, is to be able to 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 hold space for, uh, 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 be curious about. Uh, sit sit with sit in i mean all of the things yeah. with emotions because it's you know it's like well i i i get the desire i get it to yeah. not have emotions in the workplace yeah be, i get it but but they're there and when right. we have to suppress them when we have to you know like and 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 suppressing looks different depending on who you are and who you're with right yes yes um i i may be able to express things differently than you could depending on the group we're with and yeah. right and 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 even then the flip side is you know i always talk about how right and and men are culturally aren't allowed to experience express emotions of intimacy yes. and, ex- and yes. emotions of, of love and yeah. right affection. Um, yes. and not just, I'm not just talking romantic affection. I mean, platonic af- affection, yes. right. Yes. To, yes. to, to, to their brothers and, you know, and yes. their, and their female Fear, friends and, all of those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's such a trap a, for all of us. It, <laughs> yeah. And it's such a, and it's just costing us so much It is that, uh, that I sit there and imagine, like, there's a bit of me that goes as, as I think sort of full circle of where we started of if, if we, if we were able to c- collectively build up our muscles around, right, that emotional intelligence, that, that being able to, to be present, to be able yeah. to be curious, um, would, would we have to work so hard at being soft, when things are hard. Yeah, yeah. I, you know? I, oh gosh. My, Maybe. I don't make, I, I'm, I'm landing where you are. I'm, I'm saying maybe, but my immediate visceral reaction was no, because we make space for yeah. all of the emotions. And so because of that, we'd have these outlets. We'd be able to just express ourselves as is without, we, we wouldn't have to compartmentalize to stuff things down mm-hmm. and we wouldn't be suppressing. And I, correct me if I'm wrong in this, and I, I, I'm sure you know, but I think emotions are tied to the limbic system, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? And so we, we wouldn't always be tamping that down in such an unhealthy way that yeah. it 
shows up negatively for us physically right and emotionally mentally right and all these other ways and i'm also thinking about how that's primal to us as humans right it's it's what separates us and makes us Mm -hmm. unique uh and how damaging it is to to not make space for that to always be tamping it down Mm -hmm. And, and and how it would, absolutely, I don't know that we would need to make space for being soft because we would, we would always be open to people's full humanities. We would, mm. like, that would be completely open. And, yeah. oh my gosh. And, and wow. the anticipatory anxiety, right? You know, yes. you shared your story about the conversation you may need to have in that anticipatory yeah. anxiety and the, right, and, you know, it's literally why I wrote my book is my love letter to my fellow avoiders Yeah, is that, you know, and now part of that is not, that's not just on, on them. It is also largely on the other person as well and how you receive it. And, and, you know, and I think about the relationships and, and whether they're close relationships or even when they're, you know, I mean, I'll use, I'll use our relationship as an example. Like when, when you are in community with, with somebody uh, with others who are able to uh, like be present with hold space for your full I think to use your language and yeah. I love it that full humanity of experience it's it's sort of just like this big breath of like it's just this big relief of yeah oh I can I can just be me with you yeah I can just be with you yeah and 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 that allows me to heal faster. That allows yeah. me to recover from those moments faster, yeah. right? To to reconnect to that lightness faster. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to. So I I'm an I'm an ambivert. Uh, so between an extrovert introvert, I love connecting with people. I am social, and I also like being by myself. And I like to recharge. Part of that is because when I'm in these spaces where I've you know feeling like I need to armor up to mask up Mm. i need some deep recovery time and coming back to us and being in community where i don't i can walk away from this and i can go to whatever my next thing is and just feel like oh that was fun that was good i really get to 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 feel every thing and appreciate this and being with you and I don't have to worry. I don't feel so, I don't, I don't feel heavy. I'm not Mm. going to feel heavy. I'm not going to feel like, oh, let me go sit down somewhere. Like, oh, I need to, I need to catch my breath or anything. I'm literally here and just being, and it costs so much energy. It requires so much energy to do all of that when I can't just be. It, yeah. it, it requires so much energy from people when they can't just be. And it robs us, right? It robs mm-hmm. – wh- what would we not get if we couldn't just be with each other? What, mm-hmm. are, what are we What, would what we are miss we missing? Out on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would miss so much of you if I just like <laughs> – Likewise. I yeah. mean, I and, – and, and the reason I, I bring us up as an example is we, you know, have – our interactions were – virtual only yes right yeah, so yeah. so dispelling some of that that myth of like well you can't build relationships virtually yeah. no you absolutely yeah. can yeah. but also just like there there were signals to me and and maybe vice versa from yeah. you know what you've shared of oh this is somebody 
it's almost like, can I, can I be me with them or can't I, yeah, or do I yeah. need to? And, and that's where it's like that. Oh, okay. Like I can just, yes. and, and, and that doesn't necessarily take years and years and years to build. It's a, like when you show up in that way, yeah. you like, I felt that about you. I knew I could reach out to you. Yeah. I knew that, or, you know, or even I remember you connected, you noticed, you're like, oh, I can tell you're struggling. Like, hey, I just want to like, what's going on? Yeah. Just even that act was, oh, okay. Like, I, I, I know, again, I can be, I can be fully myself and, and, and hopefully you feel the other way. And it is just so much. And that doesn't mean that there may not be conversations or there may not be moments of, <sighs> But that's not going to last a few weeks of ruminating. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to be like, hey, I know I'm going to have it. I know it's going to be okay. like, like I'm 99.9% sure it's going to be okay. Yeah. And, you know, but ho- hopefully we can get to that. And it's, it's just so much damn easier. It, like, it's not always easy, but it's just no, so much damn easier. But it is, it is so much easier. It's, it's knowing that I can go to you and say, Sarah. I'm in a really like funky place. Like I'm in it and I can talk to you about it. I can be honest about it. And I mean, literally my heart has chills in, in mm. saying that because it's life-saving to be able to do that, to be able to to go to folks, to come to you to say, this is, this is a terrible time. Here's why it's terrible. Um, one of the you know things that has sustained me through a period of of really difficult grief and losing my mother has been people making space for me to just come and be and say i'm having a like this is a really hard week or a really hard day or this I'm, i i know i'm in a bad space emotionally and that people like yourself right will open the door to that without trying to pep talk me into, hey, you know, <laughs> just up. put on yeah, a smile. Yeah. She's, just... you know, she's in a better place and I'm sure she's looking oh, down on yeah. you and she's so like, proud not of helpful. you. Yes. And thank you. I and... miss my mom and wish I could hug her and, mm. and I can't. Right. And so, you know, you gave me a gift in being transparent and being vulnerable and saying, yeah, here's what I'm going through. And it's really hard. And it, and it's coming in a couple of different places. And mm. it, it, when you did that, it just opened a conversation where I could acknowledge too. yes, actually, I've been struggling with this as well. And, and here's why. And I, I needed that, right? I needed mm. that I needed to have, we need that we need that outlet, we need to be able to just to like we've talked about sharing our full humanity, being our full selves without pretense, without masking or anything, but just, this is what, this is where I'm at today. Yeah. Or, or in this hour and in this right, moment. Right, right, right. <laughs> in, in this, this minute, moment. Yes. I can't. And I yes. am choosing not to. And and yes. just for, for context, you know, just to share what you're referencing, we were supposed to meet earlier this week, just as a like, hey, let's let's yeah. actually meet each other um, <laughs> properly. Yeah. And I just my mental health was really struggling. My like I was physically exhausted because of having to put down my dog the week prior because mm. of, you know, stress with work so because of yeah. stress 
Thank you. Because of, you know, the war, because of just, yeah. just every, I mean, like, and, 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 and yeah. the violence against, right? Like, Gestures black people broadly. in Asia, just yes. everything, right? Like, yeah. 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 And, and so, and, and what it was so, you know, what was so beautiful is like, I, I also knew I could share that level instead yeah. of just being like, hey, I need to reschedule. Yes. But then yes. your response was, hey, don't, don't, you don't need to respond. I just want to make sure that you take time to rest and to, uh, you know, I forget your exact message, but yeah. um, I, I remember the feeling of reading it from the standpoint of like, hey, no need to respond. And, and you know, and then checking in and 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 this idea of, um, I don't know, like there's 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 this image that's coming up for me uh, of of like almost, you know, like how do we how do we lock arms around each other? Like, how do we, you know, that's like, how? how do we? Yeah. You know, and that's... and yeah, no, no, that that's how that's Mm -hmm. you know it's it's i see you i see you because people what is it that oprah said this on her last i think her last show about people what people want most in this world and the thing that she had learned after sitting with in you know however many tens of thousands hundreds of interviews people want to be seen and to be heard yeah and in that just saying i see you i know that this is a really tough time and i just wanted to say hey no you don't need to expend any additional effort here or do anything you know just i'm thinking about you we'll 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 catch up but that's that that allows people to recover right it it allows them to yes to recover more quickly to Mm -hmm. come back to to cycle through what they're going through to actually deal with it to work through it when you have that because when you don't have that i have to reschedule yeah okay right and 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 i i i wrote in quotes and underlined it's not uh, flippant to say it literally could be life-saving. It literally, it is not at all flippant yeah. to say that in this, it, it absolutely could be life-saving. It, yep. K- Katrina, I think we, you and I could clearly, clearly we could talk all day. Uh, yes. and clearly we need to have you back for us to explore lots of different topics. Yes. I, yes. I, I want to honor, um, I want to honor the question that we always ask people yeah. to give you the space to share. Yeah. Uh, and I always invite, invite the audience to think about how, what, what, what is this for you today? But what's mm. a conversation you've had with yourself or with other people that transformed you? Ooh. Um, and when, when I read this, saw this, I, it, I had to, I had to say, Oh, let me come back to that. Cause that, that is that is deep that is ooh um i've you know i've been in the space to and and i'm fortunate that i've been in a space to have transformative conversations with a lot of people as as an hr and dei practitioner you know one of the most and it's it's hard to name one because i feel like i'm i'm always I, I get to go deep with people in lots mm. of different ways. And I think one of the most transformative conversations for me um, actually was with someone years ago that I, there was an employee relations issue and I was, you know, working with the person. And 
them, you know, as we were working through the person starting to peel back the layers and talk about some of the things that had been happening for them personally, um, which, which were directly contributing to how they were showing up Mm, in in mm. that particular environment. And it, it was, as they started to peel back those layers, it's like, I, you could see everything and Mm. seeing somebody who on the surface, people perceived as so difficult and hard and seeing that person literally soften Mm. in front of my eyes as I was talking to them. Um, that was, that was something, that was something. Um, and it was, it was transformative because talk about gateways and, and how you start to open up. It, it showed me, it was a moment that told me and showed me physically, emotionally, spiritually, spiritually, like this is the power of acknowledgement of, of, Mm owning what's happening, what has happened to you, the power of it, how it it is, I mean, we're talking about transformative, how it can literally, you know, change someone right in front of your eyes. And it, it left me with this, this question of what would happen if you did that for yourself? Mm. Right? What Mm. would happen if you were to start to to name things, to own things, but to and to to peel back those layers, well, what would happen for you? What would that mean for you? And because I saw how it changed that person, mm. I saw how it changed that person coming out of it. I saw how they started to shift, and yes, they you know started to show up a little bit differently, but I could see that it it was change changing for mm. them. Mm. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. Katrina, Sarah. if people want to connect with you, what's the best place for them to connect with you? You know me, you love me from Twitter. I do. And you know what? <laughs> Let me just like quick say, I was going to give a shout out. Yeah. Follow, follow, follow her because you, I, I, what, one thing I, I so, even if I, I may not always respond, but I always stop and I always read you, you share articles, you share yeah. like what's happening in the news. Like, I feel like you're my, my little source of a pulse on things that I may miss yeah. or not. And so if you are somebody who's looking for, you know, resources, uh, especially from the standpoint of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and considering perspectives, uh, uh, you know, from a just all, like all of those all encompassing. Yeah. I just I feel like every day there's some like, oh, this is an article or, or you've introduced me to some amazing researchers and yeah, and and different concepts. And so connect with her on Twitter. You won't, you won't regret it for, I can tell you that. And if you're, you know, and if you're lucky like me, you'll, you'll get to, to know and and love her and be loved by her as well. Katrina underscore HRM. You can thank my, thank my perpetual curiosity and also insomnia. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's like us. ADHD brain to another. I get it. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, all yeah. of the things. Yes, yes. Well, Katrina, thank you, Sarah. What this is, you know, we were both hopeful that this would be a hell of a way to end the week, and it, yeah. it truly was. And I, I'm so grateful for you, and thank you for coming on and yeah. sharing. One thing I will just share with the the audience. Um, 
you know, re, uh, we, we talked earlier about gratitude. So share mm. with us what, what are you grateful for? Um, feel free and I'll, uh, in the closing show notes here, I'll, I'll give you a way to do that. Um, but just think about mm. and, and share with us and I'll be sure to, to pass those along to Katrina. Katrina, oh, thank you thank so you. much. Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate you. Likewise, same. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Conversations on Conversations. I, I, I just always sit in such deep gratitude and an overwhelming fullness in these conversations. And I hope, I hope that you, you get to experience that as well. Getting the opportunity to talk to Katrina and, you know, and we explored a lot of, a lot of different topics. You know, we, we talked about that, that idea of how do we stay soft when things are hard? And I'm already have a list of what part two and three and four need to be with her. I know for me, something that I'm going to hold on to this conversation was that story she shared about allowing herself to say she was angry. And that obviously as, as a black woman and, uh, and, you know, working in predominantly a white company is that's a different um, type of risk because of the, the stereotype of the angry black woman. But as a, as a woman, as a white woman, um, I realized that I, I don't, I don't know when I've allowed myself to say I'm angry, but there have certainly been times. And the other thing I'm thinking about is how do, what can I do to make sure that it's safe for someone else to be able to say, I'm, I'm struggling right now, Sarah, I'm angry, or that didn't feel good. And so that's what I'm going to hold on to from this conversation amongst many things. And we want to make sure this conversation extends beyond the show. So if something resonated, if something sparked a curiosity, if you have a challenge or a different perspective, we want to hear from you and we will, uh, you know, we will record and share them on future episodes. So send us an email at podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T at sarahnolwilson.com. Or you can connect with me through social media. My DMs are always open. My responses may not always be prompt, but they will be seen and we would love to. And so I want to hear from you. What are you grateful for? What's what's on your gratitude list? And I'll share those with Katrina. And if you like this, if you are um, moved by the work we're doing, if you want to support this podcast further, please consider becoming a patron. Um, you can do that by visiting Patreon, P-A-T-R. EON.com at conversation backslash conversations on conversations, where not only your financial support will sustain this podcast and our incredible team, but you also get access to some pretty great benefits like unique swag and Patreon only content and events. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. These are ways that it helps us get more exposure and be able to continue to invite incredible people. You can do that on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, and other podcast platforms. And then finally, I'm, I'm going to sit in gratitude uh, and just, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the incredible team supporting, supporting me and supporting this work. So a huge thank you to Drew Knoll and Nick Wilson for the editing and producing of the show, uh, to Olivia Reinert for working and helping us with transcriptions, and to Caitlin Summit Nelson for helping with marketing support. And final thanks to Katrina. Um, there's the, what... Ah, I just wanting to be the joy. And that, that is something that I am going to strive for for myself. 
Finally, my lovely listeners, my fellow humans, just a reminder that when we can change the conversations we have with ourselves and others, we can change the world if even for a little bit. So with that, please make sure you're resting, you're rehydrating, and stay well. Bye, my friends.